Kyle Radio What's season up, three. Season three. Oh my god, I'm so hungover. So what did you do last night to earn <laughs> this hangover? Uh well, girlfriend's in town and uh, she taught me how to make like these new. Well, it's not new. It's like her fair. The way her family makes uh, martinis, you just get you know gin. Uh, uh, olive juice and then like some lemon juice squeezed in there and it's really good and problem is like I, I I normally drink a lot of gin but it's it's just gin and soda water that's all and you know I'm have my routine and like just chugging down martinis is not a like I didn't go to bed until like 4 a.m. it was you know she showed me at the the time she's like this is your fault you know like you just wouldn't stop watching riff tracks <laughs> I was like oh you're right. I'm going to hate myself tomorrow. And sure enough, here I am, hating myself. Uh, what was that song we just heard? Uh, we just listened to Invictus off of their split with uh, Fecundation, and that was a devouring Fecundation. room. Fecundation. Yep. And yeah. uh, actually, we got a we got a interview with them that's uh, coming out pretty soon. It's going to be published this week, so it'll already be published. By the time you hear this. By the yeah. time you hear this, uh, our friend Stefan from um, Crash Syndrome, he is joined our Motley crew and is uh, helping us with uh, interviews and stuff like that. So um, anyway, Devouring Room, uh, what is that song about, do you think? Devouring Room? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe it's like that movie House, or The House, you know, that old Japanese horror film that for some reason is like real popular. Like, Well, it is really campy and really silly, very 60s and... I like guess. all the all the women's all the girls' names are like you know like bubblegum and cherry bomb and yeah that I do remember that kung fu <laughs> so like kind of like Charlie's Angels plus I don't know trapped girls in a haunted house but it is actually just about a room that is trying to eat its occupant sure just like the house just like the house yeah so anyway check out that interview uh, on kala.jp in. Yeah, actually, and we have an interview with uh, Fake Foundation as well, don't we? Yes, we do, actually. I forgot yeah. about that. Yep, Adam... Uh, Real nice uh, Korean death metal guys. Yep, Adam did the interview with them while he was there um, on, a sh- on a long weekend last year, I think it was. I believe so, yes. Yeah, last summer, I think. 2017. So uh, check that out as well. Kala.jp. Oh, boy. So what, uh, this is Monday night. Uh, you went to a, a show on Saturday, did you not? Yeah, I uh, went to see Conan this uh, this past Saturday, Conan with Kurokuma, and it was probably one of the best shows I've seen so far this year, oh. and the pizza is here, we are pausing. Alright, sorry about the break. <laughs> I just think we should just keep the recording going when the pizza guy shows up, and just have him be like a recurring character on the show. But he's always a different pizza guy. Well, just the pizza guy. It can be played by different actors. <laughs> so he went to this great show. Yep, I uh, saw Conan uh, and Kudokuma from the United Kingdom. Cool. Conan was easily one of the heaviest bands I've ever seen live. Yeah, didn't, um, didn't someone write a review of them? We talked about them coming to, uh, to Japan, didn't we? Didn't we write something about that, or... Yeah, Christian did a, a a tour report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, it, yeah. so um, Kurokuma was also incredible. Was Leaf there? Leaf was also there. Leaf is in town. If you remember him from season two, yeah, about um, one year ago. Yeah, we invited him over tonight, but unfortunately, he has other plans, so he was unable to make it into the studio tonight. He's a popular guy. Did he ever do his walking the Yamanote sin? Uh, I always liked that idea. Like, I thought about that a long time ago. Like, I wonder how long it would take to walk the complete Yamanote loop. The Yamanote is the central train line in Tokyo. It's the circle line. I think it's my favorite train line. Uh, it's easily one of the most tolerable during rush hour. Yeah, most convenient. So, But it, it goes in a loop all the, all around the city, all around central Tokyo. And I, have, I always wondered, like, how long it would take to walk the circuit. I think it's like a 10-hour walk. Oh, really? You think? Yeah, I think it's pretty long. Well, I, I think it would be longer. I think it would, yeah. you would have to eventually stop and take a nap. I don't know. I, I think it... Because people do it. They have, like, a, a yearly event where people walk the yeah, Yamanote. Really? Yeah. I they can no either idea. walk it or run it. Oh. So. But that's a yearly thing. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if he's doing that. Uh, he just said he's going out tonight. So. 
But alas, he was unable to make it. But yeah, the show Saturday was spot on. Uh, if our listeners, if you haven't seen Conan yet or Kudokuma, I highly recommend seeing both the first chance you get. Um, it was just, it was mind-blowingly heavy. And yeah. it was like, Earthdome was sold out. Wow. It was sold I In fact, they might have been over capacity. Oof. It was wild. Man, I like that place, but oh man, like there, it's got to be like some kind of fire hazard. Having yeah. That many people in that basement. But uh, I keep thinking like if there was like a great white incident. Oh man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think everybody would be okay. There's, there's. I a, do not think that. There's a couple exits. There's quite a few exits. So, but yeah, great, great time. Uh, I, I went to a lot of shows last last month in general, and I can't even remember most of them. Yeah, I saw you at the uh, the the show in El Puente. Yep, uh, we had uh, we had our Slaughterhouse 2, The yeah. Return to Wretch. That yeah. was a really great show, really great showing. Um, all the bands turned out, played really well, and Audrey helped a lot putting that together. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks to Audrey, who has not been on the show for a while, but we'll, we'll hopefully she'll next, be on so. soon. Uh, soon she's been really busy, she's got a new job and everything, so she's very busy with that. Um, anyway, uh, what, yeah. what is the theme of tonight's show? Politics, politics. Yeah, we're coming back to politics, right? So, you know, the last few episodes, what what did we do? We did, uh, we did wrestling. Mm-hmm. What was the one before that? Uh, that was the interview with Kenny. Yeah, with Kenny from Facial Mess, and now, uh, Like Weeds. By the way, I was listening to Like Weeds the other day, and... What'd you think? It, awesome. Very awesome. Uh, I really, I really liked him a lot. Yeah, well, um, that's, uh... Play a little bit more then. So, but um, yeah, tonight we're going back to politics. You might remember we did uh, two episodes that were an introduction to uh, Japanese politics. And also an examination of the recent election. Yep. This is kind of tied into that, right? Because what we're going to talk about uh, was a main uh, instigator of the election. I don't know. I, would, I don't know if I'd call it an instigator, but it's one of the reasons why Abe called the election. Yes, I think there was, so. There was yeah. a scandal he was trying to head, you know, head off. Uh, what was that scandal? The scandal. Well, before we get into the scandal, I'd like to first thank Shingetsu News Agency. Oh yeah, big shout um, out to those guys. They uh, they're working tirelessly. They have a Patreon. Please check them out on Patreon. Yep. We'll post the link in the notes. Follow them on Twitter. Uh, follow them on Twitter. They are the number one uh, news source for uh, Eng- or English, English language, language news source. Yeah. For Japanese politics, they're they're constantly posting. They're constantly um, uh, reading the, the and translating things for us. If you don't read, if you are incapable of reading Japanese, uh, it's I think it's the best source for mm-hmm. English language Japanese uh, news coverage. Absolutely, Japan Times is good, but they're a little bit more mainstream. Yeah, and like um, I like that SNA. Um, mm-hmm. They don't they don't try to maintain like this unbiased. Um, like they don't ignore the very apparent fact that everyone is a crook. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, they're they're definitely very. I don't want to say they're biased in in a bad way, but they're definitely a progressive news source. Um, so shout out to them. Before we continue, because they're our main source for Japanese news. Sure. So uh, please check them out, and we'll post the their Patreon page. Uh, but yeah, so the big scandal is the Moritomo Gakuen scandal. Moritomo Gakuen. Which is coming back to bite Abe in the proverbial ass. Yeah, it is. Uh, he just can't seem to shake this one. Um, well, let's start at the beginning. What is Moritomo Gakuen? Where is it? Moritomo Gakuen is a elementary school in Osaka. And it's run by a guy named uh, Kaguike. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his first name again? I have it written down. There's so many names. Uh, Yasunori Kaguike. Uh, so it's run by him, and he was running a uh, kindergarten, which was very much a, a right-wing nationalist yeah, kindergarten. It's, it's weird to put the words like nationalist kindergarten, mm-hmm. but those are a thing, and it is, does exist. Now, what 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 makes it so nationalist? Like, what would they do? Uh, they would they would uh, have the students repeat the imperial edict. Edict was that what? Was? Some like chant yeah. of the. Emperor, and that was, you know, used to be a national thing until after World War Two, and when you know, the U.S. were like, you guys need to cut out this whole A, deification of the emperor, mm-hmm. and B, like this, you know, creed or something that mm-hmm. pledges loyalty to the emperor. 
Yep, and they would also have. Uh, there's actually a video out there of the of the kindergarten um, that was making the rounds about a year and a half ago, which shows a bunch of kindergartners basically reciting how Prime Minister Abe will restore Japan to its former glory <laughs> make and a, make Japan great again. Make yeah. Japan great again. Um, it's absolutely ridiculous. So yeah, anyway, the, uh, the this like emperor worship that's always been a theme of like the right wing here in Japan, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of hearkening back to the. Mm-hmm days when Japan was truly an empire and, like, made war upon its neighbors. And and currently, under the Constitution, the emperor is not allowed to interfere in politics at all, but a lot of observers seem to think that he's very sympathetic to more left-wing or progressive causes, uh, especially in terms of peace. Yes. Um, keeping Japan demilitarized. Um, but he's not really allowed to speak out on such such matters. And if you are a politician, a, a minister, a diet member, and you hand him, you, you try to get him involved, then you will yeah. also be punished as well yeah, by, I, by I the media. Yeah, um, There was a DP, I think it was a DPJ politician yeah, handed, after 311. Just him a letter. Yep, it was a letter. Basically, he was beseeching the emperor to... You know, say something. I was a nuclear armament. Nuclear yep. armament, I believe. Yeah, speak out against nuclear armament. And, and they, yeah, and there was a huge backlash. Huge backlash. Guy. So, yeah, um, but the, but the emperor and his relationship to the governments of this country—that's a different. That is a different, different topic. story. Let's get so, back to. Let's just let's just keep it that he's not t- interested in Abe's, or most people don't think that he's interested in Abe's agenda. But anyway, back to Moritomo Gakuen. This kindergarten, well. That the Gakuen is not the kindergarten. It started as a kindergarten down in Osaka, right? Mm-hmm. And they wanted to expand to, like, an entire elementary school, grades one through six. And to do that, they need a lot of, you know, they need land, mm-hmm. and they need funds. So, how, so what happened? So what happened was they ended up buying some land down in Osaka. From the government. From the government. So when it comes to um, ed- education... Uh, or schools, anything like that, um, the government will parcel out this land, but they'll sell it. Yes. Um, and and this this came to light in late 2016, I want to say, where the deal for the land was absurdly cheap compared right. to other deals. Right, because they, they initially could not afford mm-hmm. the, the the government's asking price. Like they just there was no way they'd be able to pay for it, and mm-hmm. then suddenly. Uh, they got one sweet deal, one hell of a deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got the land for significantly cheaper than what it was estimated to be worth. Mm-hmm. And so that that raised a couple questions, and that turned some heads. And and, and, um, and, and they discovered uh, who was the uh, who is an honorary principal or the honorary principal or vice principal of the school was Akie Abe. Boom! Prime Minister Abe's wife. Yes. Now, it also turned out that she had given, or according to uh, Kaguike, she had given him a large donation as well for the school and said that it was from her and her husband, Prime Minister Abe. Hmm. After this started to come to light... Kaguike tried to save himself in a way, and he threw the Abe's, both Mrs. Abe and Mr. Abe, under the bus Mm. and said that, you know, they had his support or he had their support and therefore it was all on the up and up. It was good. He was doing things for them, that sort of thing. Abe tried to distance himself from this and said, I have nothing to do with yeah, this. Yeah, this is my wife's deal. I, I this is my wife's deal. This. And eventually it turned out that Kaguike was misusing government funds. And mm-hmm. I, I might need to be corrected on this, but from if my memory serves me correctly, they were getting funds for a special education department that they weren't actually... Instituting, they didn't yeah. actually have. So they were asking for money for specifically for their special education uh, department, which turned out not to be a thing that existed. Yeah. And so he and his wife did go to. They did get arrested for fraud. Yes. In, uh, July of last year. Yep. They ended up getting arrested. Not a good look for Abe. 
the Abe's. But I'm, I'm surprised because this is really starting to kick off now, and I, I actually expected it to kick off earlier. Um, and I'm really amazed at how quickly it's caught now. Yeah. Well, uh, let's go... Okay, so th- they, they get arrested for fraud. Um, mm-hmm. So there's... You know, this doesn't look good for Abe. Um, so he... One of the ways he tries to get around this, uh, shore up his support, is by holding another election. Uh, and how would that help him? How would, why would having an election help him? Well, he was trying to head it off, basically. Because I don't think that... I think he wants to maintain his power, not necessarily for himself, but to push through his agenda. So he can... When he, when he leaves, he can say, Alright, I, I got it done. I finished it. Right. And so an election is a good way to uh, show that you have... A political mandate, and also once you have this election, you can't, ha- you don't have to have another one for, mm-hmm. uh, what, two years? Two years, yeah. Yeah. So and but the timing was also very good because things were heating up with North Korea, as right, our listeners right. may remember. Right. Um. So basically, the LDP campaigned on we will protect America from, or no, I'm sorry, we will protect, <laughs> we will protect Japan from North Korea. Um. We will make Japan great again. Yeah. We will not, you know, we will not take this lying down we will we will uh, we will respond in kind that sort of thing so not so by having an election he he doesn't distance himself from the scandal but he does kind of protect himself from getting booted out of power because mm-hmm. we don't he doesn't have to call another election for another couple of years yep. so he's, now he's got time to work mm-hmm. so it was that was actually pretty pretty smart of him yeah pretty smart of him and it worked out well in his favor the timing was good and even um also was like, uh, thank you, North Korea, for handing the LDP yeah. the election. Uh, Taro Aso, the finance minister, uh, I guess he's like the head of one of the many factions within the LDP. Or LD, yeah, LDP. Yes, within the LDP. That's a whole other yeah. can of worms that I don't even, I don't even he, think I have he'll come, but He'll come into this story a little later. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have the election. Abe's still in power, his party's still in power, um, you can go back and listen to the episode where we get into more depth on that, and, uh, Moritomo Gakuen kind of fades away for a little bit, and then, what happened? And then it turned out that the Ministry of Finance had doctored documents, and I think it's 14 different documents. Right, um, the, the documents that they were handing into the diet for them to use it, you know, for their investigation. Were forged. Yeah, they were, yeah. Uh, was it the, I thought it was the tax, the National Tax Agency. Yep, so that was Sagawa. Yeah, yeah, Nobuhisa uh, Nobu Sagawa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the, uh, he's the head of the National Tax Agency, and um, they've been insisting that he's right for the job, but we all knew that he kind of oversaw um, everybody knew that he oversaw the Crooked Land deal, but right. they just insisted that he was oh, the right man for the job. By the way, the the details of that land deal, most of the documents have been destroyed. The only ones that still exist are the ones that are required by law to exist, to mm-hmm. remain in, you know, on file for like, what, a year or something like that. But yep. all the others are, have, been con- have been completely destroyed. Mm-hmm. And according to SNA, uh, it appears that there were two versions of those documents that... Right. Right. had to be maintained. There was the original that were actually turned in to the Osaka police as evidence against Kaguike, and then there's the forged ones that were turned into the national diet. Yes. Uh, by, uh, wait, by, by Sagawa? Is he the it one was who, by Sagawa who turned them in. department or whatever. Uh, he ends up resigning uh, in disgrace, mm-hmm. but uh, that didn't make the problem go away. Like, his head was not enough to make this scandal go away. Um, there was some talk about Taro Aso resigning from his post as the finance uh, minister. But he refuses. He, yeah, he's, he was just like, nope, uh, this has nothing to do with me. Like, leave me out of this. I'm not resigning. This isn't my fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was a suicide. Yes, in August... Sorry, not August. January? The beginning of this year, there was a suicide in the... One of the finance bureaucrats committed suicide. And his family had reported that since August he had been really disturbed about something. And he had left a note that indicates that he was disturbed by the shady and corrupt dealings in the Ministry of Finance, and basically about this, this whole thing. Yeah, so clearly some shady stuff has been going on. Clearly there's a 
crimes have been committed. Mm-hmm. How closely involved are the Abes? Akie Abe was... People were demanding for her to give testimony. Now, people are still demanding that she give testimony, and she Abe... She flatly refuses. Well, Abe continues to protect her and mm-hmm. say that, no, this is, this is not... Well, it's weird, right? This is my wife's thing. Yeah. Oh, but she's... You know, she doesn't need to... She wasn't involved in this. She wasn't involved in the the bureaucratic mishandling or you know, forgery of documents, this corruption. Um, which may, you know, may be true, but she certainly played a part, and she probably knows right. more. She... Uh, I mean, it's... It was one of those things where I think uh, the odd base were probably just like, listen, just don't tell me what you're doing, just make, just make this happen. I don't want to hear any details, mm. you know. But, I mean, I think there is something where, you know... Well, yeah, the, the original land deal is still shady. Yes. Right? And her involvement with but, but they also school. have, I guess, different different testimonies where Akie Abe has said that Prime Minister Abe knew, but then Prime Minister Abe has said he has not, he did not know. So it's kind of this conflicting kind of stories, it sounds like. Yeah. Where they, they can't keep their own story straight. I think a part of, I think what basically was the impetus and the, the last straw to make uh, Sagawa resign was the suicide, though. Right, right. Because that got a lot of media coverage, and so now we're at this point where the the there there are ma- massive protests outside of the Diet Building. Yeah, over oh, um, yeah. there's and been outside of the Prime Minister's office as well. Yeah, there's been prime there's been protests almost every night. Yeah, I wanted to swing by. I, I remember reading about it, um, and I was coming coming back from my part time job, and to go all the way down towards that area, and then back over to Narima, where I live. Like, that was just too much biking in one mm. night. Um, but I did want to go. Well, there's there's been a lot of... Uh, a lot of people. I heard there was, like, at least a thousand people. Protesters yeah. every night. I mean, the whole, the way, you know, protest is policed here is, is a completely different episode in and of itself. Um, where were we? Oh, yeah. There's I mean, there's so many threads here. There's so many things going well, on. why don't we take a break, uh, smoke a cigarette, listen to some music, eat some pizza, and then we'll come back with what what all this means. What does this scandal mean? What's going to happen from here on? And we could also talk. We should also talk about the media as well. Oh yeah, sure. What's sure. going on there? So uh, we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna start off this little uh, music break with something a little bit different. Um, we're gonna listen to a band called Galvanizer from. I don't remember where they're from. Ah, they're from Finland. Yeah. Um, so we received a promo from uh, Everlasting Spew Records. They've actually been sending us yeah. promos for a while. Shout out. Uh, Everlasting so sh- Everlasting Spew Records. Spew? Uh, spew. like bleh. Everlasting Spew, nice. They've been sending us promos for a while, and I've kind of been ignoring them, not entirely on purpose, but I uh, was busy. Yeah, we're busy. That sort here. of thing. But we took a listen, and uh, I like this band a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, so we're going to play some for you. So we're going to play their first track off of uh, Sanguine uh, Vigil, and we hope you enjoy it. Yeah, send us more stuff. Please. They say he lives on whatever he can catch. He's the more alive, maybe. And every year he picks on a summer camp and seeks his revenge for the terrible things his kids did to him. Right now he's out there watching, waiting. 
mind and the nuclear cannot coexist. Primitive memories, not atomic. Macrophage. All right, we're back. We're back. And uh, uh, you just heard uh, Galvanizer, and you actually heard uh, the second uh, track was Zay, and the song aptly titled "There Is No Dr- uh, There Is No Future in Dreaming About the Past." Okay. So. So we're back. We're full of pizza, getting fuller of beer. And where where do we leave off? Where are we now? It's basically it's it's now becoming more and more obvious and clear with these diet sessions that um actually actually we should probably touch on that before we move on where um Sagawa was recently interrogated by the diet um about the forgery of the 14 documents related to the sale of land and um he chose not to answer many questions because he was afraid that it would eventually lead to uh criminal prosecution right uh, but he did his best to protect the Abe's, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He did his best. Um, the Abe's did not know. Uh, they were unaware of the the scandal and everything. But what's interesting is the names that were removed on the forged copies. Names that were on the forged copies were. Wait. Were they taken off? That were or? taken off. That were removed from the forged copies. Yeah. So the names that were on the actual copies that were filed with the Osaka Police Department. Mm-hmm. And uh, but were absent from the documents he filed mm-hmm. in Tokyo. Yes. Okay. Yep. These names are Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, Oof. Akie Abe, naturally, <clears throat> Sagawa himself. Yep, I believe Sagawa, Taro Aso, and also there's a mention to a shady organization called Nippon Kaigi. Is that a right wing? It is an ultra right wing, anti Chinese, anti Korean. Uh, political organization that is kind of like a shadow organization, and I don't want to. I don't want to get too conspiracy theorist on this, and I don't want to overstate how much influence they have because I, I myself am not entirely sure. But some people will argue that they have a lot of our influence, given the, the state of national national politics. But um, they are a wealthy organization. They have a lot of money and a lot of resources. Uh, I also believe that they are the organization that employs and pays online trolls mm. to basically, you know, be right-wing trolls which, on 2chan and stuff. Which is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really realize that until I got onto Twitter when I, you know, you'll run into, like, uh, Saudi Arabian paid troll accounts mm-hmm. whose entire purpose is to, like, stand for Mohammed bin Salman. Mm. Israel does it. Uh Democrats do it. Democrats do it. Yeah, they just got. <laughs> that was so funny. Sally Albright. Oh, for how for the for like a year they've been calling anyone who challenges like this third way centrism like a Russian bot. It turns out that David Brock's been running his own bot army using like photos of like dead people mm-hmm. on these bot accounts. And like when she got caught, she was like, well, "Look, I." Uh, it's, it's not a bot army, it's just, and then she go, and then she described exactly what a bot army is. She's like, I was just using these, you know, long dormant accounts and putting fake pictures on them and using them to retweet people. <laughs> it's not an army of bots. Like, no, you That's idiot. exactly what it is, and it was all automated, too. Yeah. She was, oh my god, she is just the dumbest person yeah. on, possibly the dumbest person on Twitter. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That's what's going on. Um, there's all these names that were removed from the documents that clearly point to, or, or like removed from the documents and forged that clearly point that there was mass corruption that very possibly was top down directed, directed from the top down. Abe had his hands in it, his wife had his hands in it, Aso had his hands in it. Um, this shady, weird organization has its hands in it. even if they didn't have their hands directly in it, they were well aware of what was happening, Mm -hmm. and they allowed it to continue. Their influence was exerted. Oh, you think it was that? You think they actually willfully exerted influence? I think so. Otherwise, the names wouldn't be on the documents. Well, or wouldn't it, have been in removed. In what context rather. were their names on it? I'm actually not entirely sure, but they were removed, which means that they were put on there because for some reason they thought it was on the up and up. Probably Sagawa thought it was on the up and up, 
And then when and he then realized he it was not, then they forged he, it. He scrubbed it and then yeah. turned into forged documents. And this is one of the things that we forgot to mention, where they destroyed a lot of these documents. Yep. But remember, for almost like seven months, they said these documents don't exist. And they didn't come out until after the election. Which means the documents existed the entire time, and they knew where they were. They just lost them. Ugh. How does how does a bureaucracy? I mean, I I understand losing stuff, but how does a bureaucracy as massive and as anal retentive as the bureaucracy here? Yeah, just lose shit like that. Watch the S bomb. Sorry, lose stuff. Well, I mean, I don't. I I will never underestimate any bureaucracy's capability for just complete incompetence. Mm. But. I do find the timing of it all very suspicious, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Another recent development... And, and this goes back to why I like SNA so much, is that mm-hmm. they don't they don't pretend, as Japan Times does, that these people aren't all... Like that Abe, also mm-hmm. uh, Sagawa, that they're not all just completely crooked. Like, it's blatantly clear that they're crooked. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of uh, the Japan Times treating it like they're like oh no we're just being objective we're not going to say one way or the other we can't prove right now well jeffrey kingston used to have that that column on japan times but when they were bought by a massively wealthy pro abe uh family he ended up leaving oh because most of his columns were actually quite critical of abe and now He's no longer with them. I don't know if he... Now, I don't want to speculate too much. He might have been let go. He might have been asked to tone down the criticism. Um, Or he might have just, you know, left for other reasons. When did that happen? When did they get bought out? It was uh, mid-last year, I think. It was at least six months ago. Oh, I think I remember hearing about that. Oh, right, 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 right. Because they were looking for an editor of the lifestyle section. Because mm-hmm. um, a bunch of people had uh, been shit-canned, I think, mm-hmm. or fired. I mean, if you read the editorial section on the Japan Times, it's quite tame and very neutral. And I think the last one they had was that the the cabinet needs to restore faith in its and public trust in itself by acting prudently. And there was no opinion there. There was no thread. It was just like... prudently. They just, like, kind of said, okay, we, we did the right thing. Like, please be nice. <laughs> I always I always thought it was hilarious, though, because the the, the foreign ministry always pers- would personally write the New York Times... Not the New York Times. Japan Times. I'm sorry. The Japan Times... In response to Kingston's articles that were critiquing it, (laughs) or being critical of their treatment towards South Korea and China. Right. Or their historical revisionism. So. We'll do an episode on that, specifically the comfort women issue, uh, at some point in the future, no doubt. Mm -hmm. That's Uh, on my agenda, at least. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, now that we're talking about the media, what is interesting, and one one of the latest developments, is that even NHK has started calling the the documents forged documents right where before it was allegedly altered documents where i think before now they're saying they're they are forged documents this is corruption and the reason why that's big is because uh the abe administration the administration's relationship with the press has been uh very uh, we could say authoritarian mm-hmm. he spearheaded these uh, new legislation to uh, was, have openly hinted at revoking the broadcasting licenses of overly critical networks under a law that requires that TV news reports not intentionally twist facts. Oh, okay. Uh, but they have that power anyway. Ah, so it wasn't new legislation. It's, yeah. just, uh, it's just them reinterpreting old Re- reinterpreting. current laws on the books to because shut down critical. Well, because uh, news now broadcasts. now Abe is talking about what they want to do now is they want to end the fairness. The fairness clause, uh, Article Four of the Broadcast Law. Uh, which provides that a broadcaster shall not negatively influence public safety and morals, shall be politically fair, shall not distort the facts, and shall clarify the points at issue from as many angles as possible where there are conflicting opinions. Abe wants to end this, but why? Because they want to create big networks like Fox News and Infowars and 
garbage oh, like that. So they want to go the other way and just use use it basically for propaganda. They want to go complete like privatized propaganda. Oh, you know that sucks. <laughs> wow, Fox News really has just made the world like a horrible place. Yeah, a more horrible place. Murdoch is a piece of garbage, and I'm glad he's old. Anyway, so yeah, the fact that the NHK is now openly calling uh, this corruption, mm. that's big. Especially since the, the head of the NHK was appointed by Abe, yeah. is pro-Abe, yes. and as we just, you know, double-checked and saw... Um, he, he fully intends on broadcasting stuff that's, you know, mostly in line with the, the Abe administration. Yep. The government in general, because he said that the NHK being a public entity has no right to criticize the government, but rather should just communicate what the government says to the people, or something. So, um, but now that they've, they're on board, because, you know, there's, there's blood in the water, and they have to maintain some credibility. Also, I think uh, they're interested in getting uh, getting ratings, for lack of a better word. Like, like it's, a, it's an interesting enough story where mm. they have to, like, I mean, like, it's, you know, blood cells, you mm. know. Anyway, so that's, that's kind of a, a big deal, I think, and that really shows the weakness in the Abe regime currently. And the fact that, you know, even the NHK is jumping on board with this. Yeah. And they're, they're ready to just take down the Abe government. Where, where, how is this going to end? How will this end? Nobody knows. Uh, like, Sagawa going down for the Abe's. I guess that's not enough. Yeah, and if, people were calling for Aso's resignation. Yeah. He's like, no. Aso said, this is, you know, I am not involved in this. This is none of my concern, basically. Um, which doesn't make sense because all of this corruption happened inside his ministry. Uh, he doesn't want to be involved in it. I don't want to say he probably he didn't say this is none of this is my concern, but he's kind of just, you know, this is not my responsibility. I did not yeah, do he's this. He's only too happy to have the focus remain on Shinzo and Akie Abe. Yep, um, because he doesn't want to commit political suicide. He doesn't want to fall in his sword yeah, for yeah, Abe. Abe doesn't have the power to force him to do that. He still needs Aso. Because mm-hmm. Aso is basically the guy that keeps the keeps the boat running for him. Yeah, it's it's Aso. He's basically. The cabinet's enforcer. Really? He's the one who makes sure everybody is in line. Mm. He has an army of informants of people in the bureaucracy, basically. Right, right, right. Um, who basically will, if anyone is, is critical of the cabinet, he'll find out. I think SNA wrote a, a really good story about that. Again, check out SNA. Yeah. Props to SNA. They're great. They're on Twitter at, what is it, SNA? Uh, SNA... Like, what's their Twitter handle? I think it's just SNA. Or it's Shingetsu. Yeah, it's uh, Shingetsu News. Yeah, Shingetsu News. Well, at Shingetsu News. S-H-I-N-G-E-T-S-U-N-E-W-S. All one word. (laughs) I was telling my girlfriend, um, like, I had to go to Shimokitazawa to uh, see my doctor. And I was like, oh, why don't you just, like, I'm going to ride my bike down there. And, like, afterwards, why don't you, why don't we meet up there and we'll get lunch or something. And she's like, oh, but can you spell that for me? I was like, what are you talking about? Shimo Kitazawa. It's spelled exactly how it sounds. <laughs> which, uh, which makes sense to anyone who has any, even a passing familiarity with the Japanese language. Like, literally every single word is spelled exactly how it sounds because that's how their alphabet works. Mm-hmm. Pronunciation is super easy. Yeah, it's very easy language to uh, pronounce. Anyway, yeah, follow them on uh, on Twitter. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on, and this corruption um, stuff is getting more and more, and I think it's hard to tell. Like, is this going to be the end of the LDP's, you know, 50-year Strangle. stranglehold on, you know, Japanese politics? I don't think so. Me neither, to be honest. Um, like, I know the needle's being moved, but, what I mean, what is this going to... I'm trying to see how this would result in the LDP falling out of power. Mm. Like, even if Abe is eventually torched by this, and there's no guarantee that that will happen. I mean, Mm. even if he loses his next election, if this becomes, like, such a weight, like an albatross around his neck that he loses the next election, Mm. there's no reason to think that the LDP as a whole will lose power. Well, I mean, I think, and that's the thing, the election within the LDP, like, is he going to be able to maintain that? 
is he going to be able, because there's a lot of people saying now that he's losing control of the party. The party has is losing faith in him. Yeah, um, the favorability ratings, uh, I think I, we mentioned this the last time I was over here. Yeah, very low right now. Yeah, like a like significant drop. Uh, let me see. Oh yeah, so a Mainichi, uh, the, a newspaper here, the Mainichi uh, poll showed public support uh, pull for also for Abe and also Taro Aso. Uh, public support plummeting 12 points to 33% in the wake of the Moritomo Gakuen forgery revelations. And non-support uh, skyrockets to 47%. Mm-hmm. That's an all-time low when it comes to support yeah. being so low, right? Right. Uh, I don't know if the non-support is uh, is at its highest, but it's, it's pretty significant. that uh, I, I can see, like, okay, so the party loses faith in Abe... And people start maneuvering against him. Mm-hmm. And that in and of itself, you know, that's just the L, uh, the LDP maintaining its self-correction. But if Abe were to fight against that and lash out mm-hmm. strong enough, I can see that, like, splitting the party up, like, slicing the party apart. Fractions, mm-hmm. uh, infighting, splitting everyone's attention and everyone's energy to, in a bunch of different directions... And a competent strategy from the opposition provided with, I don't know, with like some, you know, little, maybe like another bad disaster, you know, could swing things for the opposition. Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the things is uh, what will the, now that the CDBG, uh, CDPJ, the Constitutional Democratic, Democratic Party, Party of, of Japan, Japan. Yes. now that they are the largest opposition and they're still quite popular as far as I can tell, <clears throat> they're really working on their grassroots. Yeah. Uh, grassroots recruiting, I think a membership for them is 500 yen a year. Wow. If you want to join as an official party member, it's 500 yen a year. Um, I'm not sure what's happening with the JCP, the Japanese Communist Party, but I know that they're working with the CDPJ in coalition. So, And even the Komeito is starting to back away from the Abe. Really? Yeah, from Abe and trying to distance themselves from their... Uh, from their uh, agenda. Oof. Um, so recently, one of the Komeito uh, ministers basically said, we're not interested in discussing, you know, changes to the Article 9. Wow. Well, they're, uh, that's the party. You, you, the way you exp- dis- uh, explained them was that they're domestic. They're very similar to the uh, LDP. Mm, but, but yeah, they're, 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 their foreign policy uh, is where they begin to diverge. They're pacifist, yeah, for the most part. But they were entertaining. They, they were at one point entertaining. Entertaining it. The, re, the reinterpretation? Yep. Mm. Or just like constitutional revision, they were entertaining it. Well, so. well, why don't we take another break? We'll smoke. You already ate all the pizza. Yeah. That's, it's totally worth it. That sound is him patting his... Prodigious belly. Dear viewers, if you've ever seen a photo of me, I'm much fatter now. <laughs> me too, actually. I do have what I like to call the father's body. Instead of, like, dad bod, I hate that word, so I call it father's body. I am just a fat, useless <laughs> piece of garbage that should, no, be, no, no. should be taken out back and shot, and smothered with a pillow while, like, <laughs> someone's whispering in my ear, just being like, shh. It's okay, this is for your own good boy. Just go to sleep. We love you. Go to sleep. We love you. You're going with Grandpa now. Oh, okay, so we're going to take a little break. Um, what do you want to play? I don't know. You don't know? Uh, you know what? I got some new CDs. I haven't loaded them up yet, but why don't we play some Abnormals and Sunday Bloody Sunday? Yeah, all right. Oh, yeah, Sunday Bloody Sunday. I remember trying to input them into the Kala database, and it's just like, that band name? Come on, guys. Like, you're just killing us with, like, Trying to search for you, get information. <laughs> I gotta s- just type typing in Sunday Bloody Sunday band like pages and pages of YouTube crap. I gotta say though, they're one of those bands that every time I see them, I like them more. Yeah, they really deliver. Yeah, the first time I saw them, I'm like yeah, these guys are pretty good, and then the second time I saw them, I'm like these guys are really good, and then the third time I saw them, I'm like I'm sold. These guys are awesome. So. Uh, all right, well, we'll play some of that then. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll wrap up and maybe Adam will be here. Yep, all right.
right, we're back. You just heard the abnormals and Sunday Bloody Sunday. Yes. Uh, Jared, you described the abnormals as sort of misfits with a hint of Morrissey. Yeah, that was my impression when I saw them live uh, about six months ago. I'm not sure if that translates well to the uh, audio. In fact, uh, as we are speaking, it's still wrapped up in the back. I haven't put it in my library yet. Oh, gotcha. So... Um, well, what a what an episode it's been. Uh, Mori, uh, Moritomo Gakuen. Yep, corruption. Suicide. Yeah, one thing we didn't mention is that uh, some people Suicide. in the diet, according to SNA, uh, some diet members, especially in the JCP and the CT, uh, CDBJ, uh, would like to get uh, statements, more statements from Kaguike. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you remember, Kaguike was the, the chief of the school, basically. And uh, he's still in prison. They are unreachable. They are yeah. untouchable. So they might be political prisoners of the Abe cabinet. Oh, right. Abe doesn't want them getting out. Yep, doesn't want them to uh, be spreading any more truths. <laughs> or maybe untruths. Maybe they're just trying to save their own butts. But it seems that most of the evidence that's now coming out indicates that they were telling the truth. So, it's, uh, I don't know, it's interesting, and I'd like to see how it plays out. Yeah, it's going to be real in- interesting to watch. Um, and you can, mon- it's difficult to monitor the story from the states. Uh, but that's why we've been shouting out Shingetsu News, because they follow this pretty closely, and they lay it out in ways you can understand, mm-hmm. even if you know next to nothing about uh, Japanese politics. Yeah, you start to get the hang of it. Plus, they do, like, daily recaps of the news stories as well. Yes, yes. The biggest news stories in Japan, so um, definitely go to their website. We'll link that as well. Yeah, interesting times for, uh, uh, certainly for Shinzo Abe. Mm Mm-hmm. That trick. I mean, it could be be a changing tide, but I don't want to get our hopes up, because there's a lot of times where we say, you know, Abe is finished, you know, especially those coming from the left, you know, we're saying... Uh, we we said this with the secrets bill, yeah. with the with the reinterpretation of Article Nine. The LDP is finished, and they're not. They haven't been. They they're resilient. The Abe administration, Abe himself, has been incredibly resilient, um, and managing to pass and push through very very unpopular policies. And it, it kind of just amazes me, in a way, how a Policies that are so unpopular, yet the the party still maintains that that control through all yeah. these years. So it's not it's not dissimilar from the U.S. and the GOP mm. pushing through blatantly, utterly unpopular policies like the the tax plan and mm. stuff like that. Although I just uh, just saw something interesting on Twitter that Abe plans to appeal to Donald Trump specifically personally, for an exemption to the steel and aluminum tariffs that he's planning to enforce. And the SNA has (laughs) asked the question, or has posed this as, like, the defining moment. Like, how willing is Shinzo Abe to lick Donald Trump's boots? How, How willing is he to get on his knees and... I guess I can't say suck some hog. <laughs> Just, to, you know, it's a euphemism for yes. for blowing dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that'll be interesting as well. Uh, so keep keep an eye on that. Uh, well, I guess that wraps her up. Yeah, that's all we got to say for this one. That's the latest in the updates. We tried to summarize it as best we can, and we apologize if there's any errors. So right, yeah. feel free to call us out on Twitter. Um, yes, if there are any mistakes. JP on so. Twitter. Call it JP on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Call it JP on SoundCloud, which is probably how you're listening to this. Uh, the website is callit.jp. Uh, also, make sure you check us out on Patreon, which I yes. also believe is Call it JP. So, we just rolled out some new rewards for backers, and we're actually going to be, I think, uh, uh, reworking those as, as much as we can to provide as much content. Uh, we have just for you, just our... our our loving, uh, our devoted fans. Our devoted fans. Uh, thank you for your support. Um, we're also going to be, we're also talking about expanding our podcast. Uh, podcast. 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 Uh, we're, we're talking about yeah, expanding our 
our podcast repertoire as well. We got a uh, wicked podcast repertoire. So we might be adding in a couple uh, couple new shows that'll be available uh, to the public as well. So keep an eye on that. Yeah. Um, if you want to yell at us, you can do that on Twitter. I'm Tuna underscore Ghost. And I'm Obake underscore Kuma. Yes. Uh, say goodbye, Jared. I'll see you later. I have nothing else to plug.